Welcome to Star Wars Collecting Cosmos, a celebration of collecting Star Wars miscellanea. I am joined once again by our wonderful hosts of Marjorie from Star Wars Action News and Marvelicious Toys. Hello, Marjorie. Hello. And uh, are you having a good time? I am, I think. Good. It, it hasn't been that long since we recorded last, and I, have you been home that entire time since we talked? Um, I think so. <laughs> I, I think so. I, yeah. But I've been working in the collection and organizing and boxing stuff up, so so I've been kind of home but working. Aha. Fun, but uh, lots of work, yes. Yeah. Uh, and also joined by Amy from Nerd Vengeance. Hello, Amy. Hi, Ryan. Hi, Marjorie. Hello. Uh, and how are you doing right now? Oh, pretty good, pretty good. Working on my uh, first bag of Halloween candy. I don't Uh-oh. anticipate that many trick-or-treaters, so, you know, someone's got to do that job. I- I'm terrible. I always buy nerds because I give them out to the kids in my class because they're rewards, so they're nerds for nerds. Ah. That's smart. Yeah. And we are also joined by a special guest this time of Tom Stewart. Hello, Tom. Hi, everyone. And Tom is a longtime friend of uh, Amy and I up here in the Seattle area, and uh, just an awesome, awesome collector, and we're very happy to have him join us today as we are going to talk about Halloween items. Seems like it's that time of year. It's October. It's getting dark. It's getting windy and rainy, especially here in the Pacific Northwest. Uh, It seems like October. It's time for Halloween. So we're going to actually start by going way back to some of our childhoods and talk about uh, Halloween costumes to begin with. And I'll start with our special guest of Tom. Tom, did you do any Star Wars costumes when you were younger? Yes. Um, I actually only did one when I was a kid, and it was Luke Skywalker. And it was basically a, you know, homemade thing. Nothing store-bought, nothing uh, that looked like it really should, but it was, you know, a white tunic and then uh, a yellow Habitrail tube for my lightsaber. And that was pretty much the entire costume. <laughs> well, you know, sometimes that's all you need as a kid, right? Exactly. We'll talk more about costumes as adults and that a little bit later. But uh, let's go on to Marjorie. Did you do any Star Wars costumes as a kid? I didn't. My parents thought it was a travesty if I had a store-bought costume. And the closest I got, well, one year I wanted to be a mean plant. I don't know where that came from. I was um, like... Like Audrey too, mean plant, or...? I, I was like five. I don't really know, but my dad still <laughs> likes to tell the story that I want to be a mean plant. Not just a plant. I had to be mean. <laughs> so he ended up, and I, I'm pretty sure it was Star Wars related because we ended up settling like the next year on I wanted to be a droid. And so my dad constructed this elaborate robot costume. I was silver, not gold or anything. It's as close as my non-sci-fi loving father can get. And it was made out of cardboard boxes and duct tape and spray-painted silver, but I had no articulation. So my dad would have to pick me up under my arms and set me on people's porches because I couldn't go upstairs because I couldn't bend my legs. (laughs) And he'd have to then pick me up and take me back down because I could just, like, kind of, like, waddle and walk but not bend my knees. (laughs) That's awesome. Do you have any pictures of that? I might be able to dig some out. I'll have to ask my dad if he's got any. It was quite the costume. So we always had these like elaborate homemade things. I don't know why my parents were against store-bought costumes. Very nice. And Amy, did you do any Star Wars kiss, uh, costumes as a kid? I did not. My my brother did, though. He was uh, he had the Ben Cooper C-3PO costume. 
And um, I was not um, alone in the Ben Cooper costume category. I also had the Cabbage Patch Kid and the Strawberry Shortcake. So I know uh, just what the Ben Cooper costume happens to smell like. Ah, yes. I, I actually had that costume myself when I was like three or four. Uh, I did the, the Ben Cooper C-3PO costume, and I do have pictures that I'll be willing to share on our page. Um, but talking about Ben Cooper costumes, I think for those of you who might be a little bit younger and not know about these, the Ben Cooper costumes of the late 70s and early 80s are basically you got a very flimsy plastic mask to where if you sneezed on it hard enough, it was going to crack. Um, and it usually, if you had a human character, it looked kind of really creepy because you'd have like the, the holes cut for your eyes and then like a little rectangle for your mouth so you could talk or breathe out of, I guess. Uh, but they, they ended up kind of looking a little creepy in many ways. The C-3PO wasn't too bad, but a lot of the human ones are bad. But the best part is you basically had about the same thing as a trash bag, if you will, for a bib or kind of a, an overshirt type of thing that generally had the picture of the character that you were dressed as on the costume. So it'd be like, you have the mask that says I'm C-3PO, and then, you know, on your body is also a picture of C-3PO that usually says, like, C-3PO or something like that. Um, They were interesting costumes. They were everywhere. I think every Halloween you, you saw plenty of these, and they did quite a few Star Wars ones for all three movies. Uh, getting into Ben Cooper costumes, I know, Tom, you have some Ben Cooper costumes, right? I do. I have uh, several. Um, I have a Stormtrooper one, and like you said, it's the Stormtrooper face, which isn't bad, and then a like a full-on jumpsuit that's plastic that has a picture of a Stormtrooper and says Stormtrooper. And then I have Darth Vader, uh, same thing. And I have both the Star Wars and Empire Strikes Back versions, and again, it's a Darth Vader mask and then a jumpsuit with a picture of him that says Darth Vader. Uh, I have a couple of uh, Yoda ones as well. And interestingly, they're both Empire Strikes Back, but they're different. The mask is different colored and the uh, jumpsuit has different pictures of Yoda on it. But as far as I can tell, they're from the same release era. So before Return of the Jedi... Uh, and then I have uh, two different Wicket the Ewok ones. And I like that one the best because it actually does not have a picture of Wicket on it. It has more or less, you know, what you would think of as Wicket's body for the jumpsuit. So it's actually the most like a real costume of any of the Ben Cooper ones I've seen. Beyond the Wicket, have you ever seen any others that, that went beyond just having the, the character's name and, and, uh, and picture on the front? I want to say I've seen a C-3PO that didn't have his picture on it. Oh, really? But that's the only other one I can think of offhand. Uh, Amy, do you have any of the old Ben Cooper costumes? I believe that I got the Wicket costume at the last celebration, but it's been in storage for so long that I'm not sure if I imagined getting it or I actually have it. Uh-huh. <laughs> I have that problem sometimes. <laughs> it happens. And Marjorie, do you have any of these sitting around? I don't. The closest I came to any of these, which are kind of costumes, and I don't think you can really leave them out, is I recently started, um, if I see them, I will pick up the underoos. Yeah. I I was actually going to get into that next. Sorry. (laughs) No, no, no. That's a perfect segue. And that's underoos. For those of you who are younger, may not remember underoos, 
they were pretty awesome as a kid. This was something I had quite a few of. And underoos would be a shirt that was basically – it started with superheroes. So you'd have like Superman's big S shield or Batman's uh, bat symbol or Spider-Man or I remember uh, Captain America. But they started doing Star Wars ones. The one I really remember is the Boba Fett because I had that one and, and used it quite a bit. Um, but they were they were really kind of cool because you had the T-shirt that kind of represented the character. And it was kind of costume-like. And then you had the matching underwear, which you know most people didn't see. Although I will say when I was a little kid, um, I did a Superman costume for Halloween. And I did the Superman uh, underwear T-shirt with the underwear on over uh, blue tights. And then a red cape that a neighbor had sewn for me. And I, I was Superman. I was probably around the same time as C-3PO, so maybe three or four years old in there. That's some dedication. Uh, yeah, I, I was a big Superman fan as a kid. Still am. But it's amazing. Like I go back and look at old pictures of myself, and I see a lot of pictures of me in that Superman shirt or the Boba Fett shirt. Um, some people kind of get down on the underwears. I think they were a lot of fun as a kid. It was just everybody had them, especially the superheroes. Uh, did any of you guys, Tom, did you have the underwears at all? I did not. I The only packages of underwears I've had I picked up since I was a kid, and they're still sealed. Okay, good. They're still sealed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and Amy? No, I I did not. Okay. And Marjorie? Oh hell yeah, I rocked those when I was a little kid. <laughs> I trying to think of the ones that I remember having, and I remember being upset that I couldn't get the. They made certain boy ones and certain girl ones. Right. And for some reason I remember wearing the C three PO. I remember vividly that, and I think it was a boys set, and my mom just let me go. No, the, actually, I seem to remember 3PO is a girl. Were they yeah. girls? Okay, because I remember yeah. having the discussion and being told many times, no, those are for boys. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, you can't have your little girl wearing tidy whities With <laughs> you know, It's okay that it's Star Wars stuff, but, you know, I couldn't wear the boys' underwear. <laughs> but those are, those are so awesome. I can't believe people get down on those, because if they made them for adults, I would still be wearing them. In fact, when Target has their character underwear for women, I will buy it. I have Wonder Woman, you name it. I, you know, I agree. I've kind of considered the, the new version of that, like a lot of the costume hoodies you can buy now. And yeah. I have a closet full of those. I have the Boba Fett, Darth Vader, and uh, Luke X-Wing pilot from Mark Echo, and then like a Superman from Man of Steel, and a Star Trek Next Generation one. I think they're a lot of fun. And to me, they're that next generation of underoos for those of us who grew up with them. I know there's a ton more of them out there now. Yeah, you know, Marjorie, um, Styling Online has some of those sets. They're like camis with underwear, and they do um, Wonder Woman, and they've done Supergirl, and they've done a couple different ones in the last few years. Oh, I have the Marvel ones, because they've done Black Widow, and they've done a Captain America one. And for some reason, I thought there was an Emma Frost. I just found the Black Widow one tonight. I thought it was a T-shirt, and it's actually it's a cami and little, like, boy shorts. And they're super cute. And they're super fun. Yeah. That's probably more than anyone wants to know about any of our underwear. <laughs> I got the Supergirl one. We'll just leave it there. See, they're fun. They are fun. They're totally fun. There you go. We didn't know we'd be talking about underwear tonight. Tom, do you have any uh, interesting underwear you wanted to talk about? Or... <laughs> no, I think I'm going to leave to your imagination. <laughs> <laughs> um. But moving on from, like, the underoos and that sort of stuff, um, I, as we've all grown up Star Wars fans, I, I'm sure we've done our own costumes as we went. I know, you know, Marjorie, you talked about your parents always wanting to make you a costume. My parents went back and forth. Sometimes we had the store-bought, but I remember 
One of the coolest things my parents ever did is they made me a Pac-Man costume when I was uh, six. Oh, that's awesome. And it was really cool. Like, they made the frame out of wire and then put the yellow fabric over, colored in the mouth, colored in the eye. And there was just a little tiny slit in the front for me to see through. And when I wore it to school, like, my teacher had to walk me around because I could not see where I was going at all in that. Uh, unfortunately, not Star Wars related, but when I was 17 uh, in high school, I had um, I was really come back into Star Wars. This was 93. And um, I had decided I wanted to be Darth Vader that year, and I found this costume shop that had a lot of the Don Post helmets, and, and I bought the Darth Vader Don Post helmet. I was so excited to get it. And it was kind of expensive. I seem to remember it was like $60. And especially for a 16-year-old, that was a lot of money. But I had to have it, so I bought it, and then I created my own Darth Vader costume. That year, I think I just had a uh, like a Dracula cape, and uh, I made my own chest box to, that I put on it and my own belt and everything. But as I went, I started to upgrade it. Like I actually bought some boots for it. They're not Vader boots, but they're like fishing boots, that sort of thing. And after I graduated, I had a black graduation robe that I used for Vader's inner robes. I got a better cloth cape that worked so much better than like the plastic one I had to begin with. And I really crafted the um, the belt a lot better where it had like his belt buckle I just did out of cardboard and, and drew it out. But the, the side boxes on the belt, I had this old like laser tag ripoff called Phaser Force. And it had little boxes that were very similar to the boxes on Vader's belt. And I just taped them on there. And I actually used that quite a few times at Toys R Us while I worked there. And, you know, it wasn't the best costume, but hey, you know, up until the 501st really did something, it worked pretty well. I, I got paid once to be in that costume uh, at another store for a, an event, so they had a five foot six Vader out there, uh, you know, in a homemade costume. I, I guess that worked well enough. But uh, what about you guys? Uh, Amy, Did you have you done any, like, adult Star Wars costumes along the way? Oh, yeah, since I joined uh, the Sarlacc, the Seattle Collecting Group. I've probably been making a lot more costumes. I've done a episode one Padme, a celebration or a ceremonial Leia costume, Endor Leia. I did uh, last last year for Halloween. I did a prototype twelve inch Bespin Leia costume, and it was based off of the design for a costume that they never ended up doing for a twelve inch figure. That was pretty awesome. I, I got to see that last year, and you did an excellent job with that. Thanks. Uh, Tom, have you done any adult costumes along the way? I've done a couple. Um, similar to you, I did a Darth Vader using a Don Post mask and then my own cape and my own uh, chest plate and such and wore it to work. Um, and then I also went once as Darth Maul uh, using a Don Post mask and same cape and the you know double-bladed saber that you can get at the toy store. So, again, not, not really anything, you know, high-end. Nothing as creative as what Amy has done, but stuff that you could throw together with a few retail things and some, you know, other clothing items. It is kind of fun, though, that when you put those together, it, it, even though it's not maybe the best thing, you kind of have that little bit of pride that you put it together, though. Right. And for most of the people at my work, it was close enough. Yeah. Oh, you know, when I did the Vader at Toys R Us, there was – my, my buddy would dress as Luke, and we'd do battles through the store. And we'd do the whole dialogue from Jedi, basically, and everything. We had a lot of fun with it. But there were some kids who loved it, and there were some kids who were scared to death of us. And I'll, I'll never forget, um, at the time, I didn't wear contacts. I only wore glasses, and you can't wear those inside of the Vader helmet. So 
I can't see all that well inside the helmet, and you don't know, have dark lenses, so I really can't see that well in the helmet. And we're walking around the store, and I just see this kid up toward the register lanes, and I can't hear anything what he's saying either. And I just found out later that basically the parents were telling him that the guy playing Luke and I were right behind him, and he was saying, no, they're over there. Well, I get up to where I'm about three foot, three feet behind this kid, and, he, and he's like, no, they're behind you. And he finally turns around, and he sees me, looks up. This is like a two- or three-year-old, lets out just this huge scream and goes running away. And, like, I had no idea what had happened. It was, I couldn't see what was going on. Between that and we had kids who would hide out the register lanes because they were afraid we were going to cut their hands off. I, I really got a kick out of that. Keeping keep uh, future collectors out of the hobby there, Ryan? <laughs> apparently. But anyway, so Marjorie, how about you for adult costumes? You know, I, all this talk has made me realize I don't really dress up as an adult. Isn't that crazy? But my evenings consist of handing out candy on Halloween. And I've only costumed once at a convention. And it happened to be like the hottest freaking summer in San Diego. And I'm just like, I'm done. Unless I come up with something good that's air conditioned, I'm not doing it anymore. I have the Sith cheerleader costume, which is kind of fun sometimes, but... Yeah, perhaps I need to get more into costumes as an adult, because I don't do that now. I was going to say, you did costume at San Diego? That seems crazy to me. Well, the problem was, it, it's a cheerleader outfit, which is fine. You know, sleeveless, it's a skirt. Except then I piled on, like, fishnet tights and knee-high Doc Martens, and it's really hot. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I just, you know, I've done cosplaying at some of the conventions. I would never do it at San Diego, because it's just... This, it's so packed and so busy, it, it would be hard to get through there. Uh, when I've done Dark Helmet at Emerald City, I, it's like it takes you you know, three hours to get through a hallway because people keep stopping for pictures, which I'm wearing a costume. I'm totally okay with that. That's what I'm there for, that sort of thing. But to try and do that at San Diego where I have a lot of things I want to go see, it just doesn't sound appealing to me at all. Yeah, the worst part besides being unbearably hot was I didn't think it through and fishnet tight. With nothing under them on my feet, my feet were like bloody stumps oh. literally when I was done. That doesn't sound comfortable. No. <laughs> not that I've ever put on fishnets. But <laughs> just, well, it's okay. No judging. <laughs> well, moving on from costumes, uh, you know, there's been a lot of merchandise, more and more, especially in the more recent years coming out, um, for Star Wars items. And I just kind of wanted to put it out to you guys to talk about maybe some of your favorite items, things that you've seen doesn't have to be necessarily something that you have in your collection, but something you saw and thought was really cool. And we can also later get into those things that are kind of spooky in that they're not so great. But I'll start with uh, Tom. Tom, what what kind of cool Star Wars uh, Halloween items have you seen or have? One of my favorites is actually the one that came out, I think it was last year, the Yoda holding the uh, pumpkin trick-or-treat basket. And I just think that's really cool. I, I don't know, Yoda trick-or-treating just kind of, you know, brings me back to the childhood, too, of you know, with E.T. and everything. And so I just thought that was a really cool item. Those are great. Those were at Target last year, and I, I remember seeing a whole lot of them. They were tempting to buy a bunch up, but the, I bought one of those. And, yeah, those are nice. They light up. Uh, th yeah, those are cool. Uh, the other thing I think is really cool is the, the pumpkin carving sets that they have with the stencils. Because um, I know it's not really a collectible, but just seeing – 
all of the different things that people do and how well they do them with carving pumpkins to be the different characters or different scenes, uh, I think it's just great for Halloween. I mean, it's you can't really hold on to it other than the picture, but I, I think that's a wonderful way to express Star Wars in Halloween. You know, I bought one of those a couple years ago, and I had that conundrum of, do I keep this in the package, you know, and have it all together? Because clearly if you take it out of the package, it's not going to stay together. It's not going to look its best. It wasn't so much I wanted to keep it mint and package. I just wanted to keep it all together. And ultimately, I decided I really wanted to carve a pumpkin. And, I mean, the stent, the tools that I had had Star Wars Clone Wars stickers on them. And then the stencils are pretty cool. I ended up doing a an R2-D2 pumpkin that year. And it, it turned out pretty good. But, yeah, I agree. Those are really cool as well. Ryan, you just buy two of them. One to open and use and one to keep mint and package. There you go. I, I, t- I try not to do that anymore. <laughs> Tom, did you have anything else you wanted to talk about? As far as the really cool things, those were the my two major things. There's, I mean, there's some other stuff that's kind of weird and kind of, okay. you know, but as far as the really cool stuff that I like, that was pretty much it for Halloween. Nice. Well, uh, how about Marjorie? Is there anything that you've seen that's really cool Halloween-y? I'm really loving those pre-carved plastic pumpkins at Walgreens and CVS this year. They did it before. Last year they had, wasn't it Boba Fett? They had, I, I never saw them last year. I, this is the first year I've seen them. I so. thought they had, oh, no, you know, I'm sorry. Last year they had Spider-Man in with the Disney stuff. Ah. This year, in addition to the Disney stuff, they've got the Star Wars ones. They've got a Darth Vader and a Yoda, and they're black pumpkins where the orange shows through in the shape of Darth Vader's head or Yoda's head whatever the case may be, they're pretty inexpensive and they're just plug-in pumpkins. So you don't have to carve because my skills with that, you know, what's in your head and what actually comes out on the pumpkin is are two very different things. That's where stencils come in handy. Exactly, yes. <laughs> and, you know, I like the little stuff that Target puts out and they have that back wall. I don't know if – I assume Targets are all the same all over. But they've got, like, the little sometimes Halloween-themed stuff for the different licenses – like they'll throw a pumpkin on one of those little Darth Vader talkers that they have at Christmas or something like that. And those are kind of neat. And this year they had like goblets of them holding pumpkins. So it's like Darth Vader holding a pumpkin and then Darth Vader was the goblet you drank out of. Weird, but kind of neat in a way. But they're so I, cute. I actually, <laughs> yeah, those goblets are pretty cool. I mean, and if you notice, the Vader goblet um, has his jack-o'-lantern is frowning. And the Yoda goblet, his jack-o'-lantern is smiling. Oh, I didn't even notice that. Yeah, I don't know if that's a good-bad thing or what they're going with there, but I, I thought found that kind of interesting on those. And they put out Marvel ones, too, but the Marvel ones don't have jack-o'-lanterns. Yeah, I noticed great. that. They have no pumpkins on them. Yeah. Uh, and Amy, are there any really cool Halloween items you'd like to share? Well, um, a couple of years ago, Her Universe had a trick-or-treat bag with designs by Katie Cook on it. And I'd have to say that's probably one of my favorite trick-or-treat bags that I've seen. The um, Back in the 70s, they had these Halloween cards by Drawing Board. And there is a Halloween card of Obi-Wan with the full moon behind him and bats flying out of it. And it's kind of like wishing you a happy Halloween. And I just I think it's so weird to see these characters from from the movie and then slapped in with Halloween images, but the fact that it's also vintage just kind of adds to the peel. I don't know why, but it's pretty cool. Now, is that Obi-Wan or the ghost of Obi-Wan? No, it was regular Obi-Wan because he's... Oh, they totally missed the ghost aspect. in 1977. Yeah. Oh, okay. 
They did, but I, I don't think Spirit of Obi-Wan had appeared at that point in the films. Just his <laughs> voice, so... True. That would be a giveaway. Yeah. Uh, and, and then, I don't know what year it was. Tom, you probably know, but Milky Way did a campaign, which was... Um, they had these glow-in-the-dark candy wrappers. They had the Star Wars character and, on the wrapper and a little trivia. And then, if you would light up the wrapper, it would light up and it would give you the answer to the trivia on it, or it had a image of a Star Wars character. Yeah, I believe... I can't quite remember what it was, but it was a campaign. Those were 2005, I think. For okay. Rebecca. Sounds about so, right. And yeah, there's there's like... It was Milky Way, Snickers, Three Musketeers, Skittles. There were several different brands, and there was like six or eight different characters on the wrappers as well with different trivia questions. There was an Emperor, there was an Obi-Wan, there was an Anakin, uh, there was an R2-D2, there was an X-Wing. Yeah, I have many wrappers and even some of the actual uh, boxes that the, the bags of candy came in because they yeah had big store displays for this with the different you know brands of candy bars for the Halloween sizes. Um, did you have anything else there, Amy? The only uh, remaining thing I wanted to mention was there's a print out. I don't know if it's still for sale, but um, Eric Hager is one the artist, and it's basically a mashup of Disney's Haunted House with the Ewok Village. And the art is of the three hitchhiking Jedi spirits, being Obi-Wan, Anakin, and Yoda. And the backdrop is the vintage Ewok Village playset. And it is just an amazing print. Um, I loaded an image to the Facebook page so people can see it. But it's 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 pretty Halloween-y, and I love having it out this time of year. And Amy, I hadn't even considered that that is a Halloween thing, but I, I do love that print. I bought a copy at uh, Emerald City. Yeah, that, it's just super clever in, in how they put it together, and I love that they incorporated the toy with it. I, I know exactly what you're talking about. That is very cool. Um, I've seen those pop up every once in a while, but a couple things I was thinking about. Um, first of all, several years ago, Funko put out a bobblehead line of mashups of Star Wars characters with monsters, and they did miniature ones, or not really miniature ones, but smaller ones, uh, like at Target that you could get in the Halloween section, like Marjorie was saying on the back wall. And they did like Darth Vader's Frankenstein. Um, the Stormtrooper was what? The Mummy? Yeah. Was it was the Mummy? Okay. I forgot all about those. Uh, Yoda was the Hunchback, and there was a fourth one. Chewbacca was the Wolfman, I think. Chewbacca's Wolfman. And then later on I found that there were two more. There was a Jawa and a Tusken Raider, and I'm forgetting what those were off the top of my head right now. But they were really cool. Like, I picked up the Vader. It was a nice little interesting matchup. The box that it came in even had, like, kind of a spooky Star Wars theme to it. Like, it had, like, cracks down it and bats and stuff through it. So they definitely made it up to be a, a Halloween item. Something else I thought was really cool is last year Target had, like, these big circular signs. And they were orange. There was a Yoda and a Vader one. And I bought the Darth Vader one. It has just a big Vader head. And it says, Happy Halloween. has a bunch of bats around him. And it, you suction cup it in your window, and it lights up. And I thought those were really interesting. I'd heard last year that there was a set of Halloween lights, like you'd get Christmas lights, but these were Halloween, that were Darth Vader's that I really wanted to get, but I never did see those. A couple other things I found very interesting were the Target did like some activity books last year. They're like little miniature activity books, and they had stickers that were mashups, again, of Halloween themes and Star Wars characters. There's like Stormtrooper with a skeleton body and things like that. And they come with like a little pack of crayons and some stickers 
and a little book that you could do activities in, and they were like in their, their dollar store area. Those were pretty awesome. Beyond that, this year Target has another bag of like candy heads, like the little heads that you could pop open and have candy inside. In the past, they've done these at Easter, but they did a Halloween-themed one with Vader heads again. There's a purple, orange, black, and yellow, I believe it is. Different heads in there that, that uh, you could hand out if you wanted to or throw on your display. Going – oh, sorry. No, I was just, just laughing at that. Just throw it on your display. Yeah. <laughs> I have a lot of Vader heads on display. There was also some treat bags a few years ago. I don't know if you guys remember these. There was a Clone Wars and an original trilogy treat bags. They were kind of a, a cheaper fabric, but the, the original trilogy one had Luke versus Vader, which I thought was pretty cool. I don't remember what was on the Clone Wars ones, but again, those were at Target. Obi- Do these things ever co- – what's that? Obi-Wan was on the other treat bag, and I, and I bought that one. So yeah. I could definitely tell you yes. <laughs> I got that one. <laughs> Um, has anybody ever seen this Halloween stuff anywhere but Target? Target's um, been my go-to place because yeah. every yeah. season, I always look forward to going to Target just to see what Star Wars stuff I'm going to encounter in the aisle. Walmart it, does some of the Christmas stuff, but I've not seen yeah. Halloween at Walmart because actually Walmart first is the one that had the weird chubby Darth Vader and Stormtrooper little figures that had the candy in them, and then later they were talkers. Okay. Those were Walmart first, and now I've noticed you can see them at Target, Big Lots, every place. I mean, I know like Kmart gets a lot of Christmas stuff. Like right now, if you have not been to a Kmart recently, they have a lot of new Star Wars Christmas items. But I'm not seeing the Halloween-themed stuff there. There was a rumor that they had the pumpkins at Kmart. But Kmarts are closing, and they're hard to find anymore. And the Kmarts that are left are really crappy. And we hit a couple and could not find these at all. And the Halloween sections varied from... Having a full-out, huge section to just having costumes. But you, you mean the Kmarts that are left are crappy? They were good before? No, I guess you do have a point. <laughs> yes, I will right. say that the one that's close to my house in our shopping center has not had any air conditioning for about 12 years. Oh, my gosh. Ooh. It's awful. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's really only one nearby uh, us in the Seattle area anymore. They've closed so many of them. Uh, that's down in the Kent, down south of Seattle uh, area. And I was there a few weeks ago, and I saw lots of the Star Wars stuff. Did not see the holiday stocking, this holiday special stocking that I want to get. But uh, lots of other cool stuff, but no fun Halloween stuff. Yeah, and I've been trying to think, and other than maybe one-off things here or there that you that are regular like costume-type things, I don't recall seeing decorative or special stuff other than at Target. All right. It's kind of odd. So moving on, let's let's look for spooky things, things that are so bad they're scary. It uh, doesn't have to be Halloween-themed, but uh, we, we talked a little bit about this. Uh, Amy, did you have any spooky items you wanted to share? Well, yes, and you're not going to like the answer, but I think Mm-mm. the Bendem Wicket is downright scary. <laughs> <laughs> I think the Emperor is far scarier. Yeah, right? the Emperor is a lot scarier, I think, of that. <laughs> no, I, just I only Bendems? own two Bendems, so... Couldn't we just put all Bendems in this category? Wait a I second. I, no, I wouldn't, because the Gamorrean Guard and the Akbar and the Bib Fortuna are actually pretty good. Well, the other scary item I can bring up is actually a Halloween-ish item. It is the McCall's Ewok pattern from 1983. And if you've seen an image of the Ewoks, they're downright scary. Oh, uh, I think I saw that the other day. Didn't you... Did Tom, did you have that? Or? Yeah, I do, and she is completely right 
And, you know, coming from an Ewok builder like we are, it's like they could have done so much better with that costume and they just didn't. It's like they're <laughs> out for your soul. Yeah. <laughs> if you're lucky, that's all they're going to get. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Marjorie, did you have any spooky items that uh, that you thought were so scary that you had to share, share them? Honestly, and I say this with the, as much love as I can possibly say it, but the Jar Jar mask is downright creepy. <laughs> it is just awful. It's like this weird deflated Jar Jar, and it's just it's it's wrong. It's it's awful. I, that is just that frightens me. And yeah, no, it's not good. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. That, that that's Marjorie putting down a Jar Jar item. There we go. Okay. Well, I say to kind of defend Jar Jar. I think a lot of those Episode One masks really had the same quality to them. I mean, Sabalba and who else was there? I mean, there was five or six of those masks that really didn't carry over well to the quality of masks they put out. And so you're right. They all look like deflated and just defeated. Yeah. I mean, it's just like. <laughs> You know, if you had to wear that as a kid for a costume, you know, there was definitely something wrong in your family that they made you do that. <laughs> Tom, didn't they do a Watto mask, too? Yeah, that's a Watto. That was, yeah, there was Watto, there was Sabulba, there was Jar Jar. Yeah. And I don't want to be any of those characters. I don't, for Halloween. And how do you create the rest of the costume once you've got the mask? I mean, it's... Uh, well, keep in mind that episode one, they were for sure that this was just going to be the most amazing toy and merchandising thing ever. And there were a number of Kentucky Fried Chickens and Taco Bells and Pizza Hut that went out of business because they were stuck with all the premiums. <laughs> yeah, lots of that stuff. You could buy warehouses of them for like 30 bucks now. I'm sure. Uh, Tom, did you have any scary items you wanted to share? Well. I don't have a lot of specifics, but there's a lot of the bootleg or custom ceramics out there. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> like like yep. the uh, the Ewok that you picked up recently uh, that are just, you look at the eyes and you just expect them to follow you wherever you go. There is a bootleg ceramic e Ewok that I saw on Etsy. It was a couple months ago and I was too, I was actually too scared to buy it <laughs> because wow. it was a lamp and it had glued on eyes and the eyes glowed orange and then it had cut out star patterns all over its belly and it, it just looked freakish. I, 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 I couldn't bring myself to buy it. Uh, I, I think I have to say the spookiest item that I, I think would be the scariest Star Wars item I've seen is something I've mentioned on a past show and that would be that applause uh, vinyl nine inch whatever it was and or Leia. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. That thing's just terrible. I've never liked it. Like I said at the past show, the helmet on that one is kind of down covering her face because I don't know what happened to her face, but that's not Carrie Fisher, nor the deformed sister of Carrie Fisher. I don't know where they grew that. It's just not right. And um, the, the whole doll is just awful. Uh, I, I could defend some applause things here and there, but not that. That is probably... One of the worst things I have in my collection. <laughs> One thing we haven't mentioned, and I, I'd forgotten they did these, and I was just going through some old greetings cards, and they did some Star Wars Halloween greeting cards more recently. Uh, Amy mentioned the, the Obi-Wan vintage one, but I have one. I think this is from 2011 or 2012, 
and it has a picture of a dachshund for most people out there that would be a wiener dog, <laughs> um, which is the type of dog I grew up with. We had four dachshunds as, when I was a kid, but it's a dachshund with a Darth Vader helmet on, and his nose is sticking out the, the front of the Vader helmet. It just says Happy Halloween on the front of it, and then you open it, it says Halloween greetings from Doc Vader. So it's D A C H. Aw, that's oh. cute. Yeah. That is cute. They have a super cute one with a pug wearing Darth Vader helmet, also, and his eyes are bugging out. You know, like how pugs have bug eyes. Yeah, that's a Valentine's Day one. I have. Is that it one. okay? I wasn't sure which one it was. <laughs> uh, yeah, I have a lot of these different cards. People, when they see these type of things, especially birthday cards, I always get these. So wait, I'm a nice are they signed? Card. Yes. You know what I do, and probably because I'm a weirdo, is I buy them for my husband, but I put a post note inside with the message, oh. and then he can save the post note on something else and have a <laughs> nice collectible. I also don't write on the envelope nor sealed envelope. See, I, I actually like having these this way because I can look back, see who gave it to me, and uh, they're kind of a little more special to me that, that they came that way rather than being a, a perfectly mint item. so I, I could understand doing that if it's a vintage card, Marjorie. I could totally understand yeah. doing that. And that's what I was going to say, too. I agree with Ryan that the newer cards, I'd rather have you know my wife or family members sign it, you know, and it means something. But the vintage ones, I could definitely see. But Not someday I, they'll, these will be worth something. Someday. I'll be dead. Uh, yeah. <laughs> probably but uh yeah these are different interesting things especially hallmark's been doing more and more of this i'm surprised hallmark hasn't gotten into doing halloween items at all they they have the huge line of christmas ornaments and everything and they do a lot of other things but i haven't seen any halloween items so interesting does anyone know if hallmark's actually done anything for halloween this year it seems like they did the the dog greeting cards like a year or two ago, but I don't know if they've really done anything recently. We have a problem. We had like four Hallmark stores in town. Three of them were one chain. Then there was one from the other chain, and the one chain with three stores closed, and now we're down to one Hallmark store. Oh, wow. And it's very small compared to the other. I mean, the other one I used to work right by, and it was huge. I mean, it was giant-sized. And they would always hold them out for me because they knew me and they would know I'd come in and check every once in a while for the new Star Wars items. And now that there's not any Hallmarks hardly in town, I don't go nearly as often. I mean, the one we have left is in the mall, and I never go to our mall. Huh. Yeah, there's tons of Hallmarks in this area, so that's not really a problem here. So with that, is there any other Star Wars items that anybody wanted to share? I'll just kind of leave this open to anybody. Well, you haven't actually touched on pet costumes yet. Oh, should we talk about pet costumes? Oh, boy. Torture my dogs. Marjorie, you have dogs. I do. I have three. One year, I painstakingly made them little Ewok hoods, and I had three angry dogs. And then, let's... So you had angry dogs as opposed to angry birds. Yes, which is, you know, much easier to have. But at Petco, they have some amazing pet costumes. They have a Tauntaun with um, Luke on the back. Have you seen those dog costumes where, like, there's a horse and a jockey? So they've got one where you dress up your dog as a Tauntaun, and it's got Luke. Um, they have a Leia outfit, which is creepy. I actually is have that, that one. Is that the slave Leia? Because that's the creepiest yep. costume. I, I have um, – my. we bought one of those a while ago, like years and years ago before Petco had one. We bought the slave Leia costume for our female dog, and there's nothing more dejected looking than a dog wearing a costume. 
she was just I mean it was like we put like a coat of armor on her that had knives sticking into her the way she looked it was just pathetic but they do have a really cool one at Petco and I wish my dog would wear it but I know he won't but they have the Chewbacca one it's like a hoodie and it's got the bandolier and it's furry but I just don't think they would they're nudists they do not like to wear clothes (laughs) now the closest I think I can get is they have a they just put out at Petco a new line of harnesses that are Star Wars themed. So you could get like the Slave Leia harness or the Darth Vader harness, which is kind of costumey. I haven't seen those yet. They, I just saw them. And I go to Petco a couple times a month to get dog stuff. And they just put them out. And they're really, really cute. And I usually buy like one or two things here and there for them. I mean, Stanley's going to start wearing his Darth Vader Christmas print sweater here soon when it gets cold. I tried dressing my dogs up a little bit as a kid. I have a couple pictures of one of my dogs, actually the one that I named Stormtrooper, and he's dressed in a couple of baseball outfits, and he's looking very angry that he's got this plastic, the Baskin and Robbins plastic hats on, and a sweater that would you know coincide with that that helmet. He he was not happy that I did that. <laughs> you know, though you were bringing up dog costumes, and it, I don't know why this triggered in my head, but you know we talked about spooky items. Somehow we missed this. Marjorie, I know you know this. Amy, I know you know this one. Marjorie, you talked about this in Star Wars Action News. One of the worst costumes was that Jabba the Hutt costume. Oh, my ago. God, yes. <laughs> that one is, is so foul. And honestly, somewhere on the Star Wars Action News page, I, I was a, a little bit under the influence and perhaps um, had a few too many drinks. It was hot out at that downtown, or the, was it one last tour of Endor? couple celebrations ago oh yes yeah and perhaps hanging out with someone who was a bad influence on me and there's a picture of me licking some guy in the deer costume (laughs) it's hilarious (laughs) because as arnie marjorie pointed out in the star wars action news um when you look at that job of the hut costume it looks like something else um you could say it politely there's a word for it to say it politely um it's phallic there you go Yes. Um, yeah. As soon as you guys said that, I looked back at that costume and said, "Oh my gosh, you are absolutely correct." <laughs> Just something that could not be a cannot be unseen. Exactly. <laughs> What's funny and is yeah, I, you see people wearing that at conventions, and you're like, "Dude, yes. really? Did you look at the mirror? Do you not know what yeah, you I look know. like?" <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> I'm just hoping some girl will come up and lick them. Well, maybe. Yes, I might have made that man's evening. Oh boy! So we uh, started off talking about uh, children's underwear, and we're ending with um, giant phallic Java costumes that people are licking. So uh, <laughs> it's quality entertainment here. Just another <laughs> Halloween. Uh, let's finish off with uh, what are you planning to do for Halloween this year? Let's we'll we'll talk costumes. Tom, I'll save you for last because there's there's obviously something going on there, but. Uh, Marjorie, are you planning on doing any costumes this year? I'm not. Um, we're having a big Halloween party at work, and I don't really do costumes as an adult, but I think I might dress up like a dust bunny, which is I'm going to buy some bunny ears and maybe carry a Swiffer, because I thought they'd be kind of cute and clever. I tried to get one of my – I have a male employee, and I tried to get him to dress up as Tony and Candace from Portlandia, from the Women for Women bookstore. <laughs> and he's like, no, sorry, not dressing in drag. <laughs> So I might do the Death Bunny, and then Saw is going to be released in theaters on Halloween night, so we might go see that. Nice. Uh, Amy? Well, I'm I'm uh, down to my last two ideas for costumes, so hopefully I will 
figure that all out here in the next day or two. And um, I'm planning to go to the big Sarlacc Halloween that we have here locally. Lots of collector-themed costumes. And um, I will let Tom explain the rest of that because um, that's been the rest of my uh, planning for Halloween has been spent at Duck House. Yeah. And, and Tom, I'll get to you in a minute. Um, I'm planning on doing... I'll probably do Indiana Jones at school because what I'll do at the Halloween party I can't do at school, which is my dark helmet costume. Uh, they don't let you wear masks, helmets, face paint, that sort of thing at school. So I can't wear dark helmet to school, and his tie might be a little offensive too for school. So, But I'll definitely have that at the party I think this year. But uh, Tom has uh, kind of where we're all going on Saturday. So Tom, why don't you explain what's going on for the Sarlacc members? Well, we're having a very large park, and it's a space theme. And so we're kind of uh, tying it into be a Trek Wars. So it is Star Trek meets Star Wars. And uh, we will have the basement be completely uh, black light around the bar. And then we have the uh, side room uh, with the pool table in it that has been turned into Endor by some very gracious people who came and decorated my house while I was on vacation. Uh, much appreciation there. And so we will have Ewoks roaming the house on the indoor sets, both upstairs and downstairs. We will have a bar set up to be like 10 forward from Star Trek Next Generation. And I will be going as one of the Star Trek captains, uh, as well as my wife will be going as a Star Trek captain. And I know there will be several other uh, Star Trek members that will be attending the party, even though it is a Star Wars collector's party. Um, anything that I'm missing from this, this whole decorating that we've done? Well, there's the giant spider attacking the Ewoks. That's right. There's, yeah. There's a, <laughs> yeah. There, there's a giant spider that has uh, kidnapped some of the uh, plush Ewoks and uh, decapitated one of the lifetime <laughs> Ewoks. <laughs> and then there's another Ewok that is trying to save it by spearing it. Are there any tribbles at this party? Um, we have some small glow-in-the-dark tribbles that will be around the bar in the drink container. Sweet. It's quite impressive. I've been over there a few times, and I think it's going to be pretty awesome this this weekend. I have not had the opportunity to go to one of your Halloween parties in the past, so I'm, I'm really looking forward to doing it this time. And with Sarlacc, we always have some really cool costumes uh, that people put together uh, for this. So it, we'll probably take some pictures and, and post them after the party, too. So with that, um, I'd like to thank my co-host for joining me on this uh to talk about Halloween items, so thank you, Marjorie. You're welcome. And thank you, Amy. Thank you. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. And thank you, Tom, for joining us as our special guest. It's been my pleasure. And if you have any questions, comments, suggestions, or would like to pass on any information, you can go through our Facebook page or contact us at swccpodcast at gmail.com. We look forward to bringing you an interesting episode full of fun, laughter, and a little bit of the oddball look at Star Wars next month. I think next month we're looking at talking about the very oddball uh, Star Wars Super Live Adventure, from, or George Lucas Super Live Adventure from Japan. should be quite interesting. So thank you for all for listening, and yub nub. Solo, you have a lane, you, we chop a go, be two-way pop.
that's dope. 